At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Friday morning, too. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It is Kelly Bidlin in the house on a Friday. How you doing, Kelly? Good? Good, man. I'm doing well. How about you? Doing, uh, doing all right. Doing all right. Um, congratulations on a uh, first round leader that Thank hit you, yesterday. Sir. Appreciate that, yeah. Or as some people on Twitter Shout say, well, I'm sorry you didn't say it on the show, so it must not have happened. VC.com, <laughs> it was on there, I swear. <laughs> as, as if as if this is the only two hours we're allowed to bet, right? And not make oh, one anywhere yeah. afterwards. Good for you, man. Congratulations. Thanks. Who was it? Russell Henley. Russell 40 Henley. to 1. Yep, 40 to 1. 40 nice to hit. 1. Nicely done at the Wyndham championship and i don't really have that many more bets on the on the tournament as we went over on wednesday so yeah that's about it for me good for you we have a uh, packed show today paul carr will join us to talk women's world cup by the way paul carr will be on with us not once but twice next week premier league preview first premier league picks of the week but today it's the uh, women's world cup which heads into the round of 16 otherwise known as the knockout stage tonight four games through the weekend culminating with the USA versus Sweden on Sunday. John Legasa will join us. Hey, Legasa's in the house. Lag has a talk some baseball with us yesterday in baseball. The Giants win a game with only two hits. I'm, I'm, my Giants <laughs> love that. <laughs> my Giants love a side. Let me just say this. They are one of the most enjoyable baseball teams to watch ever because they do it all with relief pitching and defense just so enjoyable to watch. Giants get it done. Giants remain two and a half back in the uh, NL West going into a weekend where the Dodgers play the Padres. The Padres are hot, and the Giants get to play a couple against the Athletics, so we'll see if it gets tighter in the NL West. Uh, the other big thing in baseball yesterday, Shohei hits his 40th in the eighth to give the Angels a 3-1 to one lead, and then uh, the pen. They give up a grand slam in the ninth. A grand slam, and the Angels lose and have every Angels game magnified. That on the heels, by the way, of their prize acquisition, Lucas Giolito, getting absolutely shelled the night before. So a couple really rough losses, one of a, of a blowout variety, one of just the most gut-wrenching variety yesterday. That would have ruined our uh, uh, our brain-dead parlay, too, that not only would it about. Not only would it have, it did it for did. me. Yeah. Oh, it did for you. <laughs> yeah. By the way, it was Carlos Estevez who gave up that uh, grand slam to Cade Marlowe in the top of the ninth. 
for the uh, Seattle Mariners. Jason Weingarten from under a cloud of smoke. Pete Futak on college football. We'll get Pete's thoughts on some conferences that he didn't get a chance to talk about on the heels of our release of our college football betting guide yesterday. And momentarily here, we'll also get to uh, what I ended up and what you ended up picking as your final four teams in the last year of college football as we know it. Cue the REM. A-N-G. College football predictions. <laughs> Cue the REM. What? It's the end of the world as we know it. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> uh, well, also, before we get to that, we'll also do Survivor. I want to mention that. Yesterday, Crack and, uh, and I and, and you as well, we talked Survivor for the first time in earnest yesterday, looking at the week one games. Just some broad Survivor strategies. I, I won't even call them strategies. I'll call them thoughts. Mm-hmm. You don't have to buy into how I play the game, but maybe I say something, you're like, well, you know what, Gil, I'm not the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Or maybe you're like, ah, I think that's ridiculous. I'll do it my way. But we'll get into some, some tenets of playing Survivor in the NFL, which is not just a game, it's an obsession. <laughs> it is. I've got a couple questions to throw at you for that one. Please. Too. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, again, remember, people, people do this all kinds of ways. Remember there was the famous Amal Shaw way where he's like, oh, I had a napkin on a plane and I wrote down all 18 picks. Yep. For 18 weeks. And he got far. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people who are like, I don't do a thing from week to week. And then there's a whole spectrum in between. Yeah. I'll give you my thoughts. We'll get into that. That right off the top, though, is maybe the most interesting thing. To oh, me. yeah. Of the the two very different strategies, but you usually fall into one camp of planning out the entire season or keeping it more kind of week to week. Yeah. The breaking news or, or spoiler alert, mine is sort of a hybrid of it. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into that. As far as college football, since, again, the college football guide came out yesterday, and, you know, we gave, we had everybody else on giving their opinions. Just wanted to sort of stress ours here before the week ends. And there's the grid at the beginning of our college football guide. And again, shout-out to Matt Eumann. Shout-out to Adam Burke. Everybody who contributed. They're the main guide sort of, uh, you know, creators from guide to guide. But this one, so many people contributed. They did such a great job. Available at vcin.com slash subscribe. But there's a grid at the beginning we talked about here earlier in the week. Did the same for the NFL guide when it came out, which is a bunch of us, ex, you know, call them experts, call them what you will, but basically made predictions. There were 18 in the NFL guide. 20 of us did so for the college football guide. And part of that was picking the number one and number two or the top teams in each conference if it was split, if it's a split conference. And the other thing was pick the playoff teams, pick the four playoff teams. Remember, this is the final year of college football, four playoff teams. Then the conferences get Meshuggah, and then it goes to a 12-team playoff, and it's going to be completely different where you could maybe get into a 12-team playoff with three losses for all we know. But we picked uh, the final four teams. Everybody did a champion and a Heisman Trophy winner as well. I don't know if we put the Heisman Trophy in the grid. But that's what we're doing here this morning. Kelly, would you like to start or would you like me to start on No, these? you fire away, man. You I fire will away. fire away. It's exactly what I'll do. I'll fire away. So my, my final four starts with the unsexy. It starts with Georgia, which it should be mentioned, 17 of 18 folks in that grid in the college football betting guide had Georgia getting to the final four. I know what you're going to ask me next, Kelly. Who was the person who didn't? Is that what you're going to ask me? No, that would have been a good question. I'll let you know on that. <laughs> that was your whole music. Uh, I don't have that quite yet in front of me. So, I didn't even ask it. <laughs> um, no, I'm curious. I'm oh, curious, too. I got it. I got it. Um, no, I don't have it. Yes, I do. It is, I believe, Jeff Parles. Is that right? Did Jeff Parles? No, Jeff Parles went with Georgia. Somebody did not. 
Yeah, we'll get to. I'm having questions. trouble finding it. I think it was Jared Smith. Jared Smith did not. There we go. Jared Smith did not go with Georgia. Okay, he was the one. Uh, here's why I think Georgia's. I think you can get you know with apologies to Jared because he has his reasons, but I think you can get too cute not picking Georgia into the final four. I know we we get to this point where we have almost fatigue, but Georgia's schedule. Carson Beck's going to be the quarterback this year. Georgia at least to start the season. Georgia is their schedule so easy that I think to not have them get there is you know, you're going to have to sort of buttress your point because you look at that schedule with Georgia, and we'll go straight to the schedule with it. I don't know where there's a loss, quite frankly. And even if you assign them one, let's say you say, oh, you know, November 11th home game, Ole Miss. Sure, let's give them that loss. Um, I think they have, by the way, I think it's the second easiest schedule in the SEC as well. So I think just on schedule alone, that team, as stacked as they are, we don't even have to get into it offensively and defensively, they are headed I would say, as, as a solid pick to get to the Final Four. Michigan, though not quite as simple of a schedule as Georgia, remember this would be a three-peat for uh, Jim Harbaugh and company, despite Jim Harbaugh's suspension, where, again, they're playing nobody early. You look at Michigan's schedule. It'll be J.J. McCarthy. There's no Cade McNamara around anymore. Blake Corum will be the guy who will have Heisman hopes, although Donovan Edwards might torpedo them, his uh, running mate in the backfield. But you look at their schedule, and you're like, okay, they have a game... At Penn, like before they play Penn State at Penn State on November 11th, expect the whiteout. Who are they losing to? UNLV, obviously. <laughs> I mean, they should. <laughs> and if they beat Penn State, they're 11 and 0 home against Ohio State. Remember that game is at Ann Arbor this year. So I got I got Michigan along with Georgia with this really the simplest of of reasoning that I think it takes a lot more to justify not putting either Georgia or Michigan in than it does putting them in. Then I got USC as my third. And we talked a little bit about this with Futak earlier. I think that if there is an underappreciated coach, and as much as he is appreciated, I think relatively speaking, we do not give Lincoln Riley enough credit. Five double-digit win seasons in his first six. Would have been six for six, by the way. It was pandemic year. They went nine and two. Forgive them. Four Big 12 championships. Three college football playoff appearances. Could have had a fifth conference title and another uh, college football uh, championship trip if... uh, if Caleb Williams wasn't hurt, basically playing on one leg. Number three in the nation in total uh, scoring, offense, and passing. And I look at their schedule, and I'm, and I'm trying to find out, like, where's the first loss? Are they going to lose a game before they play at Oregon on November 11th? It would be an upset if they did. I mean, some might say at Notre Dame October 14th. But I think this is the year... As long as, as long as Caleb Williams can stay healthy, and that's obviously <clears throat> a big if, as it is for any team with their superstar. And I get it. They haven't beaten the Ducks since 2016, haven't won in Eugene since 2011. But I don't know. That, Washington, that home Washington at Oregon November 4th and November 11th back-to-back is obviously the key point of that season. But I think they get through it with just one loss. And so I've got USC. I think you will have a one-loss Pac-12 team this year, as now we're basically the Pac-8 here after, you know, moving forward after this year. That is very backloaded schedule. For very wow. backloaded. Wow. Very yeah, I mean, backloaded. Notre Dame, I mean, in Utah, too, right? You got to bring them up. A lot of people have been bringing up Utah. Yeah, but that's I mean, You're home, playing them at home. But you got them at home. But, yeah, but it's Notre Dame, Utah, Cal, Washington, Oregon, UCLA, the final six weeks. The frisky one for me, because now after I did those three, I was like, well, I got to I gotta do something sexy here, right? Make it sexy. Florida State, the Kelly Bidlins, fighting Kelly Bidlins of Florida State. And the thinking here just being, all right, could I see a rando winning the ACC, if you can call them random? Yes, I can. Uh, I'm not buying in necessarily 
to Klubnik and Clemson. We went through the whole thing with DJ. I'm not doing it again with Clemson. And I think Jordan Travis is just unbelievable. Uh, Jordan Travis, who is in his sixth season of college football now, but it's really the defense is sort of the sneaky thing. You don't think of Florida State as having a good defense. Their defense was ranked 15th last year in all of college football. That has really improved. Obviously, the big game is it. Well, there's two big games. There's LSU on a neutral field in Orlando September 3rd, and then there, of course, is at Clemson on September 23rd. And if they can split those, it's a big if, but if they can split those, I don't know that they lose. I mean, maybe an at pit bothers you later. I mean, maybe Miami and Florida. I'm never going to never gonna say those are not It's not an easy schedule like the other ones we talked about. But I'm just saying, if you want a fourth frisky team, I think this is the one. And Jordan Travis is just tremendous. Haven't won at Clemson. What was it? Clemson won seven in a row in the series going back to 2014. Haven't lost the Seminoles in Death Valley since Jameis in 2013. But I think this might be the year for FSU. That's my fourth. Kelly's next, and our Heisman picks on the way. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Numbers game on v the Sports Betting Network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older. If physically located in Nevada, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 Five two two forty seven hundred. Skill Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Kelly, ESPN, the Ocho happening this weekend. You mm-hmm. pumped? I am. They got some great events on it. Well, um, did you miss the uh, USA Mullet Championships that was reared earlier today? No, I did, I did miss that. I did, did not catch that one. See, that's a good one. Later today, the uh, Wisconsin Auctioneers Championship. Oh man! So like that's good stuff. I saw. I also I saw great. the Microsoft Excel Championships. The Microsoft Excel like, Championships. I don't. I don't know what that is, but I am totally down to check that out for at least four minutes. The 2023 Slippery Stairs. Uh, I've seen that one already. <laughs> Pillow Fight Championship. Tonight. Seen that one already. How about the Foot Golf World Cup? Ooh, I have not. Seen, I haven't seen that, but I've. I, I, I've. I've played foot golf before. Of course you have. World Dog Surfing Championship. You know oh, that? I'm all about that, yeah. Those, uh, do- those dogs on the surfboard, those are always awesome. <laughs> so these are phenomenal. Uh, you, you know what my one issue, though, is? The, the- World Sign Spinning Championship. Oh, that's great. I saw that one last year. 
that was great. All right, good stuff. Hopefully, Adam what's, Candy's. What's on your the call. issue? Yes, if Adam Candy is on the call, it is worth watching. Yeah, absolutely. Let, please let us know. Tweet at us. The greatest you, voice. If you catch one of these events that Adam Candy's on, I yes. haven't talked to him about it, so I don't know if he's on any this year. But uh, my one problem, though, Gil, is that some of these things they've been running, some of these sports during the summer trying to sell us on it like they're a real sport, but then they throw it into the Ocho rotation. <laughs> so, like, why are you making fun of the sports that you're trying to sell me on are a real sport? So what you're, what you're saying is you will be so sucked in by the XL championships that after the Ocho is over, you will desperately search for when the next event is. <laughs> yes, yeah. How do I find you? How do I watch you? Like, live golf. How do you add that column? Like, this is the uh, this one right here, Omega Ball. I saw this on the other day. It's like three-way soccer. And I was like, you're trying to sell this like it's a real sport, but then you're throwing it into the Ocho rotation. What do you mean three-way? They got three goals, three teams? Yeah, there's three teams. Oh, that's good stuff. Playing like in a circle against each other. All right. I wonder what their ratings are for this kind of stuff. Curious. Omega ball. Yeah, no idea. I would be curious about that, too. But you know what people are more are more clamoring for? College football guessing line stud Kelly Bidlin's final four <laughs> college football picks. We bringing that back this year, by the way? Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, we are. You ready for Florida State to be a double-digit favorite in every game? <laughs> it pretty, okay. I'm, I'm, I think that's where we're going to go. Am I going into mine here? I'm just yeah, gonna yeah. Go to my, yeah, before, go to I'm going to set this up real quick. Okay. First, you know, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a responsibility of every Florida sports fan out there that you have to dig your heels into the sand, you know, every once in a while on a on a singular sports team. And then when you go through about eight years of losing, you just for, pretend like they don't exist at all and that you weren't a fan and you've got better things to do because it's Florida. You go to the beach, go it's very downtown, Florida. you know, right? It's very Florida. So we already saw that twice this year. The Heat, right? The Panthers throw in FAU and Miami in college basketball. We've seen it a lot. Well, it's Florida State time for me. I'm going to be that guy during this whole season because, Gil, not only are they winning the ACC, they're going to win the whole dang thing this year. That's why I got them. <laughs> I got them winning the whole, na- whole national go. championship. And just uh, for – I'm sure we'll get some tweets about this. Uh, I sent my teams in first. We have the same four teams. We do? We have the same four teams. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have Florida State, USC, Wait, Georgia, who, Michigan. And who do you have in the championship? Championship. Well, I just put Florida State as my champion. So let's go Florida State and Georgia. That's what I had in my championship, but I had Georgia winning. There you go. We are sharing a brain. Boom. And then who's your Heisman winner? Of course it's Jordan Travis. Let's go. It, Spe- well, I want to go back real quick. to You know, speaking- you know what the problem is? What's You're that? right. It should be. If I have that, it should be Jordan Travis. So I'm an idiot, but I put Caleb Williams down. Getting into the final four. Yeah. I was like, they're still gonna give it to Caleb Williams. Because they got if Florida State's reaching the final four, they're undefeated most likely. And I don't know about undefeated, but let's say one loss. Okay. Still think yeah. it's Jordan Travis. You're probably right. Yeah, you remember when you brought up how how long he's been in college? I covered him when I was in Florida six, six years ago. Yeah, this is his sixth season. Yeah. I covered him playing high school football. Him and Travis Homer were in the same backfield. The Travis Homer, <laughs> who has come and gone basically in the NFL already as an NFL running back. I do want to say this about the Caleb Williams pick. I said it earlier this week. I think it bears repeating, which is this is not like Nikola Jokic being denied a third straight NBA MVP, which we speculated. And it's just speculation. We don't know. But that could have been the reason for some voters, if not many voters, as to why they decided, you know what, we don't want him to be in the pantheon of back-to-back-to-back NBA MVP winners like Larry Joe Bird, like Bill Russell, like Will Chamberlain. We don't want him to be the fourth. Um, And it's also, you know, how, again, baseball writers who vote on the Hall of Fame in baseball, 
dare I say there's a snobbery to it where they're like, we're not making anyone first ballot Hall of Fame. That is reserved for only the greats that you see in black and white, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of yeah, thing. Exactly. So I don't, this doesn't exist for that. This would be a back to back for Caleb Williams. That hasn't happened since Archie Griffin did it, 1974, 1975 for Ohio State. And I, that does not exist with the Heisman because there are a billion Heisman voters. So actually, more accurately, around a thousand Heisman voters. The person next to you right now might have a Heisman vote, and Chris Felica does not. And so I'm just saying that that same sort of thing doesn't exist. But you're probably right. If Florida State gets as far as as we have them going, it could very well be Jordan Travis as well. But I think Caleb Williams plus five fifty is what he is right now. I almost think you make that bet now on Caleb Williams because again, we just talked about you know schedules. USC's schedule to start, San Jose State, Nevada, Stanford, bye. That's a bye week. At Arizona State, at Colorado, Arizona at home. They don't play Notre Dame until October 14th, so all he's going to do is rack up stats between now and then. Yep. So, so maybe you just grab a little Caleb Williams right now. Even if it doesn't end up, you, you, you won't see this number again, I'm thinking, with that kind of Patsy schedule early. That Yes, that's a great point. Yeah, if you have any interest in him, you need to get in on him now. Yeah. So there's that. Um, so anyway, that's our those are our picks. We have it's just not just ours, but there's 20 entirely in our college football guide, which again is available, came out yesterday. Vicent.com slash subscribe has everything you could possibly want in college football, which, you know, after after the Hall of Fame game. By the way, did you watch a lot of the Hall of Fame game last night in the NFL? I was gonna say, did your appetite get whetted? It did. Yeah? It did. I, I watched more than I thought I was going to. I may have also, you know, after hitting that Henley bet, I may have put in that exact teaser that I brought up yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that got – remember we were talking about whether you go over under? That it didn't matter. <laughs> it would have hit either way you went with that. Um, so, yeah, I ended up watching it. I didn't get what I wanted out of it with Zach Wilson, like, throwing for 250 yards. No, you're not getting that. He didn't look good. I wanted chaos. Some, you know, some people spun it good. Some, some people were like, no, we saw what we needed to with him. It looked good. It looked like he, his head was in it. Um, some people say DTR was the star of the game. DTR was the star of the game. But that, like, that's that's what preseason NFL is now, where it's the – it doesn't help your team at all by taking off and scrambling, but these running quarterbacks just can't help it, right? It's the, okay, like, you know, option one, option two is not there. I'm taking off. And, like, you're not you're not really helping anybody by doing that. But, but that's how you win some preseason bets is betting on running quarterbacks. Yeah, Browns win it 21-16. to 16. For those of you who have the Browns on the money line, Mazel Tov to you. It goes over. Over the total, which we mentioned yesterday. And if you're into uh, Hall of Fame game trends, we, we gave beyond the Hall of Fame game because people were like, oh, last 10, seven have gone under. Uh, preseason, again, when totals were below 37, we gave a uh, – uh, trend if for those of you who are into it, where the overs cash by and large at a pretty high rate, and it did again last night. But you know, it is what it is. Football is upon us. College football comes first, and obviously, NFL preseason begins next week. The three week arc of a preseason, the three week arc of a preseason. So, looking forward to that for those who enjoy betting that kind of thing. Uh, tennis plays that remain today, Kelly. I don't think I sent these to you, but I will give you what I uh, add on vison.com slash picks. Uh, that are out there for those who are interested. Yesterday, we had three matches. Only one got completed. It lost. It was Pedro Sashin. It lost. Jordan Thompson it was the second pick. He's up a break. But they had a lot of rain in D.C., so everything got scuttled to today. 
So you could see a whole bunch of matches in D.C. today because they got to get some rounds in. It's not rainy today. So Thompson is up a break. Hopefully that manifests. The third one was Leela Fernandez. She has not started. She's a plus-135 dog against Maria Sakari. You can still bet that. Today, the two remaining, because we did have a uh, loser in, in the overnight on Echeverry against uh Sebastian Baez, the two remaining. I don't know if this Dominic team match has started. Did it start yet on clay? It did not start yet by what I'm seeing, but I've got team as a dog against uh, Laszlo Dejer. And then uh, a little later on, I've got Belinda Bencic going up against Coco Goff. Belinda Bencic right now. I got her at uh, minus 101, but I'm trying. These are all at vcent.com slash picks. Yeah, it looks like that's drifted a bit. But she's th- minus 130 on her. Oh, she's a big favorite now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you can't play that anymore. So I got a, I got way the best of it. Not that that CLV has translated to wins lately, Kelly. <laughs> but that's uh, that's thirty. That's nearly 35 cents of CLV right so there on Bencic. What did you say? It's just like when you great uh, when you get the great CLB, uh, it's just it's dude. useless. It happens all the time these days. So those are the picks. Um, I wouldn't play Benchich to that price, quite frankly, but I would team if that has not begun yet, and still Lila Fernandez to go a little later on. Those both underdogs. We'll come team back in about fifteen minutes. In about fifteen minutes. Thank you. John Legesa joins us next to talk Major League Baseball. Energy boost next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Power ratings, picks, previews, predictions, pro, as in become a VSIN Pro subscriber, getting all access past to our betting tools, betting splits, and the 2023 College Football Betting Guide. Both the College Football Guide and our NFL Betting Guide will have you ready to turn a profit on the gridiron this year. The only way to get the guides and everything we have to offer is to become a VSIN Pro subscriber. And you can do exactly that at vsin.com slash subscribe. That College Football Guide is ready to go, okay. out there already. And if you have read a VEASAN betting guide before, nothing's changed. This thing is jam full. Jam. Like, clear out a week of your schedule, you're going to need to read through this whole thing. It's jam full. Or or maybe if you read it my level, it's going to take you a week. Did you see the uh, the Star Spangled Banner yesterday from DeMarcus Ware? Oh, my gosh. Yes. That was the... That was the highlight of the night. I think that was the highlight of the night. That even had... Uh, what was it? Aaron Rodgers was talking about it. DeMarcus Ware with a, I, I don't know if it was DeMarcus that I like so much or the the version that they did of it that made it sound great too, but it was great. Loved it. DeMarcus did, Ware. Did you catch Aaron Rodgers when, when they had him on with uh, on the sideline? They had him on talking about it. Oh, no, I missed that. Oh, it was great because he was talking about how they, I don't know, he was standing some, next to a couple guys pregame and they saw DeMarcus Ware like walking out into the field. And he's kind of like, <laughs> like, and what? they kind of pointed at it, laughed, and they're like, "What the hell? What the heck's Ware doing out there? Like, why is he going out to the center of the field?" Yeah. Someone made a joke about him like singing the national anthem, and then he went and sung the. And national then he went anthem. and sung it. Then he went and sung it. Demarcus Ware, of course, among the ten inductees into the NFL Hall of Fame this weekend, along with the likes of uh, Joe Thomas, the offensive tackle from the Browns, Zach Thomas, you remember him from the Dolphins and the Cowboys, I guess as well. Darrell Revis, back in the old school days, Chuck Howley. 80s Joe Klecko's in there. Don Coriel is the coach that gets in. Air Coriel, founder, of course, or the creator of Air Coriel. Cardinals, Chargers, part of his tree. Joseph Jackson Gibbs, or Joe Jackson Gibbs, rather. And then Rondé Barber made the Hall of Fame. Did you ever watch Rondé Barber and think he was a Hall of Famer? Okay. <laughs> there, was always, oh. there was always those questions about... Oh, well, congratulations, Rondé Barber. You're yeah. in as well. John Legaze is a Hall of Famer by any stretch, by any measure. He joins us now to talk some uh, baseball and some football as well. He's both the MLB and NFL writer, uh, both those things for The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter, at John Legesa. That's 
L-A-G-H-E-Z-Z-A. How you doing, Johnny? Kill, what's up, man? Rondé Barber, that was interesting. Darrell Revis, for sure. If I would have known, I would have had my Revis Island jersey on. He was really great for a long time. I remember him shutting down Calvin Johnson when that just seemed like an impossible feat. Oh, yeah, he was he was special. For sure he yeah. was. Uh, okay, let's since we're talking football, let's get your football play. You have a, sure. a football season-long prop you would like to share. Yes, and now is the time to do it. And always, first and foremost, make sure you shop the prices. Of course, I was looking for the best one. And this one is anywhere from 50 to 1 to 75 to 1. And, of course, that's a pretty tremendous disparity just going to a different provider. So I'm going to Buffalo, and nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, man. They went, (laughs) and they've been very vocal. And this is something I like to do with football is not be too creative. Sometimes they actually telegraph this stuff. We saw – we know Buffalo is a high-powered offense. They're very prolific. And we know, you know, Josh Engine is the Ferrari spider engine that makes that thing go. We also saw the downside of that team when he's banged up. Then they came out and were very vocal about trying to protect him just from some maybe unnecessary hits. Then they go and bring in Damien Harris, the best between tackle runner the Bills have had. And as long as I can remember, really. And my thinking was, especially in this age of specialized utilization, like we saw with the Lions and Jamal Williams, that Harris is going to be eating up all those tackles. Last year, for example... Allen had TDs from a distance of rushing TDs, four, five, three, one, 36, 11, and four. Show the 36 and 11 he took off script. Those other ones, most of those are designed rushes. I don't think he gets those. I think Damian Harris has a chance to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. He doesn't even have to be that great. Again, we saw it from Jamal Williams, 75 to one between the tackle runner to protect Josh Allen on a team that could be scoring you know, 27, 28, they'll probably be projected every week. So at 75 to one, I don't think there are 74 other backs that are going to come close to that. All right. Damian Harris to lead the NFL in rushing touchdowns, not yards, everybody rushing touchdowns. Oh, definitely not yards. Definitely <laughs> not yards. 75 to one. Don't want anybody uh, searching for that and be like, I don't see him anywhere. All right. Let's talk some, <clears throat> pardon me. Let's talk some baseball. You have the Yankees banner next to you. You're a Yankees yeah. guy. It's like you're plucked. We've said this before. It's like you're plucked out of the stands at Yankee stadium. Uh, last two days have gone well for the Yankees, I suppose. Are you are you all of a sudden thinking that the Yankees are going to do something this year? No. <laughs> right, when, a, when a price is too low and we expect it to bounce, we buy the dip. But remember, there is a converse, to that, an inverse to that. We're going to sell the rip on these Yankees. They are not any good. I guess that's probably the long and short of it. Let's dive into today. Really interesting. They're facing the Astros hosting Hunter Brown and the Astros. This one I thought was really interesting as far as pricing goes because the pricing was, it's reversed, really. The F5 for Houston is cheaper than the full game, even though the Yankees have the bullpen edge. So we want to jump on the first half of this one for sure. Remember, if you're getting into it with the Yankees at the back end of games, that's the only reason why they're above 500. So give me Hunter Brown and the Astros, first five. I saw the one at minus 125, minus 130. Brown's been Brown's been excellent. I'm not buying the 412 ERA. All the indicators are three and a half or below. 27% K, all the stuff we like. The whiff rates in place. He gets ahead and keeps the ball down 54% of the time. Limiting hard contact. One home run per nine. All the stuff we love to see. Flip side, Severino has been an abject disaster. I'm not sure if he's tipping pitches, hurt, or maybe 
a combination of the two. Here's a seven and a half ERA with a one eight five whip. This is just awful. And he doesn't have the protection of the Yankees offense. I've been terrible. Two thirty nineteen batting average, last five hundred plate appearances, sub one hundred WRC plus. They lose in the zone. They're not bottom three in pull rate. It's just been really bad. Give me the Astros through five. This one should be pretty easy. Last thing, Severino really struggling against lefties. Last time I checked, there's some giant hulking man named Alvarez for the Astros. So he's most likely going to hit a home run today. Yeah, Domingo Herman now uh, entering inpatient treatment for alcohol abuse. Apparently yeah, yeah. it got ugly in, in the clubhouse Hard with him. Hard to feel too bad for that guy, but I mean, right, you never want to see anybody struggle with those issues, but he was kind of already on the bad guy list as it was. Anthony Rizzo with concussion problems from earlier in the season, which is a bizarre story. And yet, and yet, with all of that, they're two and a half games out of a wild card spot, which is kind of amazing. The bullpen, really? Yeah. But it's all about the bullpen. That is the that is the big difference. Also, we've kind of had a paradigm shift in baseball. Not to overquote the rules, but we want to think about the subsequent impact of those rules. What do we got? You know, we got five-year highs in batting average. Batting average on balls in play. And also, the stolen base numbers are just through the roof. Well, somebody going to get contact teams that don't strike out at the end of games, being able to eke it out. Marlins, Guardians come to mind, right? Out overperforming a bit, not really offensive juggernaut. So, yeah, you don't want to tussle with the Yankees late, but that's their claim to fame. Yeah, listen, this is again bullpens are are the the thing that are you know when we talk about baseball, we don't often gravitate towards, but there's so many teams. The Giants leap to mind for me as the team that it, it's completely the bullpen. Uh, that gets them there. Yep. All right, you do have a total. This is a Rockies game, but it's not at Coors. You got the over here. Oh, my gosh. My answer is looking at me. The only word I can think of is Maloika, man. I, I hope I'm not putting the jigs on this. This is – I can't believe it. I'm going to put the curse on it. This is the highest total I've had modeled all year long, including Cincinnati and including Coors, which is, wow. which is out there, but – that wow. I know, but the numbers really bear this one out. This one just seems like the white, the white flags are, are, raised, are waving. So Colorado's running out the gun show. That's Chris Flexen. Eight ERA, <laughs> one nine whip, 1,000 OPS, not a single. I mean, his expected ERA is near seven. He has a K minus walk rate of three and a half. Not to be outdone by Adam Wainwright, a bit long in the tooth. He has a 7-2 ERA with a one nine whip. Expected ERA at 7.6. Single Another K minus walk at three and a half. These are not viable in today's game. Like, this just... This just cannot be. Flexen has an 1,100 OPS allowed, 10.5 ERA on the road, not to be outdone by Wainwright, who's generally good at home, has a 1,000 OPS and an 8 ERA at home. This one somehow is still at 9.5. I don't know how it hasn't landed in the double digits, especially because the Cardinal offense has really woke up as of late. They've been very good. Their losses, similar to what we mentioned, they were struggling with the bullpen, but also the type of starting pitching. If we know batting average is up, all that other stuff that I mentioned is up. You want to avoid contact. That's always been the Cardinals kind of claim to fame, living on soft contact and letting the defense kind of mop up the rest. Well, with batting average up, it's really hurt them. I, I think this one goes way up. I'm probably going to even get a piece of like some alt totals. But yeah, for right now, over nine and a half, Colorado and St. Louis should be an easy one. Yeah, this is just a buttress what, what John is saying. So Flexen has an 8.08 ERA with a, a one point, what is that, a 1.93 whip. Wainwright with a 7.18 ERA with a 1.90 whip. And then I just want to ask you. Hold just on, for... Gil, Gil, check it out. Yeah. Check it out. It gets even worse. It gets even worse. You hop into the bullpens. Colorado bullpen list, 51 innings, 6.5 ERA, 1.6 whip, two home runs per nine. St. Louis bullpen list, 42 in the third. These are 14 day samples. I like to look in waves. You know my work. 5.3 ERA, 1.6 whip, 2.86 batting average allowed, 42% hard hit rate. Gosh, I just don't <laughs> see how this one doesn't get 
This one's going to be decided by touchdowns, I think. I, I'm laughing because everything you're saying makes complete sense. And then what, like, how loud is the voice in your head that's going, and we go to the ninth, and it's the Cardinals, too, and the Rockies, nothing. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know what, Gil? I love it. I mentioned that on my show today. I'm also going to be sure that I put at least one American dollar on the alt-under two-and-a-half runs total. Okay. There you go. Because this one, this one ends two to one or seventeen to fifteen, and I'm not hearing anything in between. You are right, though. You are right. This is just. Same, same I mean, it, it shapes up to be awful. That's for sure. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Great seeing you, man. Yeah, I missed you, Gil, man. You too, John Legace. Everybody at John Legace on Twitter, L A G H E Z Z A from the Athletic. We'll come back. Women's World Cup with Paul Carr. Four games this weekend. That's next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can place a no-run first-inning wager with confidence at BetMGM. Make a no-run first-inning prop bet on any Friday MLB game. And if only one run is scored in the first, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $20. Take big swings all season long with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, and an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Log into your counter, sign up with BetMGM today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 and over to wager. New and existing customer offer, opt-in. And is required. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Offer not available in D.C., Kansas, Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always, a, always appreciate the feedback. Jeff Levine. Gil, your description of what makes the Giants so much fun to watch matches the current Orioles to a T. Pitching, defense, great team karma. Go orange teams other than Houston. Well, orange and black. That's what we're rooting for. Though I will say this, the Orioles have a lot more offense than the Giants do. Like, that's what makes the Giants particularly interesting. Mike Stacks, will you be bringing Bob DeLuca on before the season to see how many he's doing survivor-wise he's talking about this year and his thoughts week one? DeLuca DM'd me that he was going to be here and that he wanted to come on the show, and then it didn't work out, I guess. Oh, really? Got to get Bobby back on. Bobby DeLuca. He was a fire last year. He was on fire. Wow, he had some gumption. He had some moxie. Yeah, he, did. he had some chutzpah. <laughs> he was just going with it. He's like, I don't care. I'm putting them all in on one. New York Mess 16. What does a person need on a rainy Friday in the Northeast? How about a dose of Legesa? Brought some energy. Elvis Toast Patterson fan. Happy uh, Friday, young Gill. You're high on uh, Georgia. Are you going to take the Bulldogs to win it all then? I got plus 225 here in Pennsylvania last month. A nice hedging setup for sure. I may very well. I may very well. The schedule's just so easy. 
just so easy. Jamie Leva, love the show. Always informative and hilarious. Thank you, sir. It's all about Kelly. He makes it hilarious. I had no idea Mr. Kelly Bidlin had that singing range. Congratulations on the first round leader win. Any sushi recommendations? Hmm. Not, not, not that I can think of. <laughs> Rob M. Is this Rob Moreno? Sign me up it's for the always Moreno, yeah. Sign me up for the XL competition. Roberto Moreno, everybody. Uh, and then this is from uh, Joe Nigro. Con- congrats, Kelly, on the Henley win and Gil for getting to the heart of the matter. Is that a reference to a song? I don't know. It's probably another REM song. We don't know. No, that's the Eagles or Don Henley or something like that. Something like that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is the Women's World Cup still in full effect. Special numbers game investigation revealing it. The knockout stage, the round of 16 begins tonight. Four games this weekend. Again, culminating with the USA and Sweden on Sunday to help us along. Paul Carr joins us from True Media Networks and, of course, the Expected Value Podcast. How you doing, Paul? I'm good. I, I think that tweeter was... I think he was trying to tie Russell Henley to Don Henley, Heart of the Matter or something. Maybe? Don Henley, that's that's what what he was was doing. doing. Here Here we are. We say it out loud. We we can't even figure it out. I'm here here to put the pieces together for you guys. (laughs) Favorite Henleys. Um, Man. Okay. So, first of all, before we get into the individual games this weekend, is there a bet to be made moving forward in this tournament? Or are you you at the point now where you're like, because I mentioned this to Tim Lawson yesterday. I'm like, how much of this is just small sample size results, and how much of this is after the whole group stage? Man, maybe none of us knows a damn thing about this. I think there's a lot of the latter because small sample size, and there's just different levels of opposition. You know, Netherlands racked up seven goals, but they're against Vietnam. You know, how much do you care about that? So even trying to look at the numbers and the underlying numbers can get pretty fuzzy. Uh, and then you've got you know different kinds of draws where certain teams have much easier draws than others, and it's it's tough. I mean, it's you know just like the NCAA tournament is kind of a, a mess sometimes because you know one upset turns a whole bracket on its head. Uh, you get the same sort of things here where there's no Germany, so I don't think that future is going to work out for me. And <laughs> no, the bracket kind of opens up on the other half for England and such. I jumped on Tim Lawson's uh, Germany as well, so I'm I'm part yeah. of that. Uh, yeah, I, I had some. Uh, it's hope another. For it. It's one of those. Especially the Golden Boot with Alexander Pop at plus sixteen hundred. Like she had four goals in the group stage. That's exactly what we expected. And Germany was like minus thirty five hundred to advance or something like that. So you know it played out, except for you know the Germany advancing part. So you know, uh, is there a sneaky Golden Boot play at this point with some eliminations? Uh, I, I mean, it's you know it's basically who you think is going to make a run. You know. Jennifer Hermoso, I kind of like it 20 to one because I think Spain's got a fairly easy quadrant of the bracket. So that's a little bit appealing. She takes her penalties, uh, had one saved, I think earlier in the tournament, but that's a, that's the longer shot that I'm kind of interested in. If I had to take a flyer here, what a great name, by the way, Jennifer Hermoso, it really just flows right off. That's phenomenal. Uh, okay. So do you, do you have a futures play or two? I don't, but if, if I'm looking at them, I mean, I, I do like Spain. They're the second, third favorite plus 450, plus 500 range where I've seen them. Again, I just think that quarter of the bracket is not super scary. Uh, They've got Switzerland who can't score first, then they probably have Netherlands next. Netherlands, they're a good team. Um, But I just feel like Spain, you know what you're getting more than maybe any other team. They're going to have a ton of the ball. It's really just a matter of can they convert their chances, which they did in a couple of group games and not so much against Japan. So that's, that's the one I like the most. There's nobody I'm running to place a bet on, though. All right, you were you you used to work at ESPN. Before we get yeah. to your picks here, you had a thought on how <laughs> Fox got the worst of this now. Uh, so tomorrow, tomorrow night, right? Yeah, people will see 
and they're on Big Fox, World Cup primetime, Netherlands, South Africa. And everyone's going to be like, what, what is this game doing in, in primetime here? Well, that's supposed to be the U.S. slot. The U.S. is supposed to win that group. Oh. So FIFA and Fox put that game in primetime. And I think the quarterfinals the same way. But the U.S. finished runner-up. Um, so I mean, it makes sense. Like, you do that. That's why we were able to watch the first two U.S. games in primetime. You fiddle with the schedule to get eyeballs. And uh, the U.S. didn't win its group for the second time in tournament history. And now we get them at 4 a.m. Sunday morning instead. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, so let's get to the games. Tonight is Switzerland and Spain. You are staying away from this one? Yeah, I mean, I lean Spain in this. The prices weren't super appealing. Again, Switzerland, not a great offensive team. Spain's going to have all of the ball. The question is just, can any team counterattack Spain like Germany, like not Germany, but Japan did putting up four on them. That was just a clinic and counterattacking quickly. Uh, I'm not sure any other team in that quadrant can. I'd certainly don't think Switzerland can. So I lean towards Spain, but it's like minus 300 uh, for the win, which isn't a price I'm particularly interested in. All right. Nothing on Japan, Norway, Saturday morning. No, nope, lean Japan, but you know, Japan minus 130 for a win's not too bad. I, I mean, I think uh, they're a better team, but again, what are, what's going to happen if they have to score is the or they have to score is the question. If Norway gets that first goal, Japan is not a come from behind type of team. So that's the big question mark about Japan. All right. And then the game that Paul was talking about, the uh, the game Fox did not want in primetime, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. Uh, this is Netherlands and South Africa. Netherlands winning the group that the USA was supposed to win per the mm-hmm. uh, time slots on these. What do you got here? So. Having you know said this is not the ideal game in prime time, I think it's going to be a pretty entertaining game. South Africa has played track meets this whole tournament. Both teams have scored in all three of their games, and I like both teams to score in this one as well. And the Dutch are like minus 2,500, minus 4,000 to score, depending on where you look. So this is almost a will South Africa score uh, type of bet, and they're minus 125 to minus 160. Uh, so I, just, I think both teams are going to score here. Right. Uh, minus 105 is what I played. I saw even money this morning. I also saw like minus 135. So make sure you shop around and get something close to even money on Netherlands and South Africa, both to score. I I just saw this just now. So the USA is playing Sweden at 5 Mm -hmm. a.m. Eastern, 2 2 a.m. Pacific, Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. Brutal. Where are you going with this? Where are you going? What do you got? I'm trying not to like put on my red, white, and blue glasses too much, but I really think the U.S. is still in decent shape. Uh, they have not looked good in the tournament. Part of that's just, they haven't finished like their underlying numbers are like 7.8 expected goals or so. And they only have four, but the defense has been so good. They've given up nine shots, uh, fewest in the tournament, almost no touches in the penalty area relatively uh, for the opposition. So I think I'd like the U S just to win outright, you know, plus one fifteen. That's a regulation bet. Uh, Sweden's not super great offensively, except on set pieces. So this is kind of a, this is a seventh time they played at the world cup. So it's kind of a classic rivalry. So, but, but I like the U S they haven't been pretty, haven't been fun to watch, but the defense has been so good that I think they can find enough offense. If they just finished a chance or two in the group stage, we'd have a lot different opinion on this team. So I like them to win. Yeah. I can see a one nil win. And then Alexi Lalas and Carly Lloyd launching into the, Oh, so much more passion, so much more tactical, <laughs> you know, expertise in yeah. this game. It'd be the exact same team. Uh, and then you yeah, have yeah, one. Yeah, we're, we're going to actually have you on Monday and Friday next week, Monday for a Premier League yeah. preview, uh, and obviously Premier League picks on Friday. But before, we, before we're before we on air, there will be games early yep. Monday morning. You have a thought on one of those. I do like Denmark to advance against Australia. Uh, Australia's at home. They finally look good in the third group game, but Denmark's been really good defensively. This is a lot about the price. I got it at plus 205. 
this is just to advance so they could win they could win an extra time they could go through on penalties uh so, you know this they're fairly evenly matched Australia is obviously at home. Sam Kerr, their best scorer, might be back. But you give me a one out of three shot for Denmark to advance. I like that. All right, Paul. Love it. Three play, three plays right there. Premier League next week. We look forward to it, man. Thank you so much. You bet. Soccer never stops. Soccer never stops. USA. Let's go. Paul Carr, everybody. At Paul Carr, C-A-R-R. On the Twitter machine. Of course, from True Media Networks. And the Expected Value Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. We'll come back. JBT, join us. Our senior... NBA analyst talking international baloncesto next. The FIBA World Cup coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.